and all, it is Wednesday, May 13th, 2020, and welcome to episode 30 of Heel Alternative, Pro Wrestling.cool's Posse Podcast, and the unofficial interim, whatever you want to call it, podcast of Pro Wrestling.cool. It's not just cool. It's dot cool. That's me being both people because it's just me here today. <laughs> This is the most long and drawn out ever. It's just making it even worse. Okay, fine. <laughs> Look, we're here to discuss AEW and the wide world of professional wrestling outside Vince's purview. Heck of a show for you tonight. And let's not waste any more time. I am your host, John Gabrisky Maxwell, joined this week by Oscar Bernard. What's up? Trace Evans is out on assignment. I feel like how given doing, given how wrestling's been. For a while now, plur is no longer a word I'm willing to use. I agree with that. I mean, hey, it's one of those things where it's like... I mean, look, it's a sad result of the fucking world that we live in, where the wrestling is unequivocally getting better. Like, the past two weeks of AEW shows have been pretty damn good and pretty damn enjoyable, but also I don't care as much and it all just makes me feel kind of icky that this is all still happening. Yep. But hey, important things are still happening, Oscar. Like, we need to talk about the biggest news of all. The most important thing that happened this week. Let's start with our first topic. Oscar? Yeah? I am level 199 in Fortnite. Only 21 more levels to go. My cat is half of him his, is gold. Like, almost all of his torso is gold now. Uh, uh, most of his arms are, like, probably up to, like, his elbows. All right. I haven't played any Fortnite this week. You should be more gold. Can I play some Fortnite gold. after we're done recording? Yeah. I mean, let's, let's finish this podcast in, like, five minutes, and then we can play some Fortnite. Hell yeah. They also announced that Fortnite is going to be on uh, Series X and PS5, and it's moving to Unreal 5. As you do. That's right. In order to get those clicks and views that we desperately need, this is now Fortnite Podcast. Yeah, I mean, look, as I have, I've literally been saying this to, like, you know, my coworkers even today, that, like, yeah, Fortnite is all I do now. Like, I just sit in my house and I play Fortnite. Please help me. I'm not doing anything else. But, you know... I need, I need the gold cat. I need 220. I need the gold meowsles. Yeah. I know I'm not going to get any any of the other gold characters after that, and it's fine. Who like, cares? Gold meowsles is all you need. Exactly. I mean, look, I wouldn't mind getting gold Agent Peely. I'm not going to lie. Mm, but that's... He's like the final one, isn't he? Yeah, he, he unlocks at 300, so yeah. you're probably going to need to at least get to like, three, like 340 to get him all the way. Fuck that. Yeah, pretty much. Like, hey, if I couldn't get him, that'd be cool. But something tells me I'm not going to be able to really get fucking 100 levels, like 101 levels in like fucking two or three weeks. However much is left in this season. That's just because you don't believe in yourself enough. I mean, look, I know I'm going to get all those location dominations. I've gotten them all already, so I'm going to get these fucking ten new ones. It's just, I think that'll probably only get me, like, I don't know, like, 
10, 20 levels at the most. It'll get me to 220. I don't think it'll get me much further. That's all you need. Again, why would you play as anyone but Meowsles if you haven't bought the Travis Scott skin? I mean, I have bought the Travis Scott skin. I mean, admittedly, I've also gone back to playing as my nightmare candy Valentine thing that when you kill someone, the head turns to say, kiss me. I bought a, a luchador lady that was just uh, one of the dailies on sale. Oh, uh, yeah? She's from, like, season five or something. I, you know, I just I just went, yeah, I'll buy anything that's wrestling. I'll support Oro, this. Boro is back in the shop. I saw that, and he has challenges attached to him. And it makes me go, oh, that's cool, challenges. But also... <laughs> $35. It's a skin I definitely regret spending 35 US dollars on because I used him once and I was like, I'm going to go back to my candy man. You can do the challenges though to unlock the new stuff. For, I've already done all the challenges. Both. Oh, you got the skeleton thing? Yeah, I bought it. Unless they've added like new, new challenges. That's what it seemed like. It, it seemed like they added like a new a new skin for him, or oh. like a new unlockable skin. Oh, I'm seeing this. Damn. See. Hmm. What are the challenges? What do you gotta do? I don't know. I'm just on the Fortnite subreddit. I'm not. At, I'm just looking at Reddit user John Wickbot posting uh, the Daily Shop. Is he stuck in Dusty Divot? Do I need to give him my credit card? <laughs> uh, no. From this picture, it seems like he's behind the desk at the agency. Hmm. Still, he's. It sounds like he's pinned down by some noobs and fake alts. Hmm. We might. We might gotta help John Wick out. Man, I'm gonna buy John Wick when he goes on sale. I. I, I know I'm gonna be angry about spending twenty dollars on John Wick. <laughs> I fucking want John Wick though. I bought John Wick, and I've never even seen the John Wick films. I just like the idea of any skin that lets me play as a real person, I like. You, you, I know we've had this conversation, but you should see the John Wick films. I know. I mean, hey, according to some really sketchy rumors, John Wick might be coming to Mortal Kombat. Sure, okay. Now, these are like... He's got a bulletproof suit. These are, like, rumors with no verification whatsoever from just, like, some random 4chan shit, so it's probably not happening. But he'd be... But at the same time, there's been a lot of random 4chan shit lately that's been right, like all the Nintendo leaks. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm gonna throw it out there. He'd f he would fit into the MK world, I think. Yeah, again, he's got a bulletproof suit. Did you see the, did you see the gameplay trailer? Fuck you, Striker, you can't do shit. Striker's not in the game. Exactly. You can't do shit, loser. They replaced him with RoboCop. <laughs> it's a good replacement. Yeah. Peter Weller is a good replacement for Striker. I like Striker. I like the fact that his intro quote is him... Striker's my main at nine. I like the fact that his intro quote is just him saying, Police brutality. As you do. 
you should play MK11. Okay. Have you seen the gameplay? You do that podcast and tell me about the story of MK11. I will. We Well, we have already told you the story of MK11 on Takes Bakery. But now it's time for MK11 Aftermath, the sequel story. Coming soon to Casual Friday. Yeah, I guess it's not going to be a Takes Bakery because that show's pretty much dead. Yeah. Until I move out of the Bastard's house. Look, man, it's we don't. Ha- we, this is the the wrestling site. We don't have to. We don't have to play along with those storylines on this show. <laughs> no, I I genuinely have a fracking pipeline running through Rhythm Bastard's house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's actually talk about some wrestling now that we're like ten minutes into the show. You watched Dark Side of the Ring. I did watch Dark Side of the Ring. It was okay. It was about. The fucking Road Warriors. Yeah. Road Warriors are cool. The Road Warriors are really cool. Like, you know, I feel like this is going to kind of be like uh, a little bit like last week's episode or even the David Schultz one to an extent. Actually, even less so. Like, I feel like it's more going to be like, you know, the Macho Man episode or something like that, where it's like, we don't really have a lot to say about this because it's not like it has any, like, real revelations or, like, anything that we could look at at the industry as a large, at, you know, as a whole here. It's kind of just a story about, like, you know, hey, wrestling is filled with these weird, outlandish, larger-than-life people, and Road Warrior Hawk is one of the most outlandish and larger-than-life. Yeah. You know, like, I think they had an angle to go with, though, unlike the David Schultz one, where the angle was more about Vince publicly breaking kayfabe and yeah, the implication. Was, yeah, absolutely. Like, the David Schultz thing was a story about kayfabe and the death of kayfabe. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the UWF show, like, you know, as much as it was very much just a story about Herb Abrams and his crazy life, like, there's a lot of parallels that we could draw there between, like, Herb Abrams and, uh, say, Tony Khan, another startup wrestling company doing a bunch of crazy shit. Yeah. I mean, hell, I bet you, I I bet you probably, I bet you probably, if it wasn't for the tragic ending, Dixie Carter's story is probably pretty similar to Herb Abrams's. Yeah, pretty much. Like, this story is is more just, you know, look at these two, look at these two pioneers of the industry and just the crazy life that they lead. And, you know, just a story about like, you know, I, I, I was fascinated, definitely, I will <laughs> say, by just like knowing more about Hawk's, uh, you know, upbringing, his personal life and just like, you know, how this guy who is very much like a kid with some, you know, clear anger issues and probably some kind of like attention deficit disorder or something. But it feels it feels like in another world though it's the same you could do the same as like basically it's the JBL story. Yeah. It, I I feel like I was kind of underwhelmed by this because it felt like there's probably a more interesting episode to do if you specifically focus on the whole thing about them like turning Hawk's real life alcohol and drug problems into an angle and just doing a and just doing the focus of your documentary being like, hey, at what point does blurring the lines go way too far? Yeah, but, you know, they clearly weren't really interested in that conversation. It was just more about, like, hey, yeah. look at the Road Warriors. They were cool. Let's let's talk to Paul Ellering. I mean, I know that you were happy about that. I was very happy to see Paul Ellering. As I said to my mother, fuck yeah, I love Paul Ellering. <laughs> 
Paul Ellering crying as he was telling about taking the van to to the funeral. Just yeah. So sad. It's a it's a sad and interesting story, and especially, you know, to me, because it, it it's a story that kind of has a more happy ending than a lot of these do. Like, yes, clearly Hawk dies, but it wasn't like, you know, he he died after like starting to turn his life around. Like, you know, they, they talk a lot about how he, you know, came to find Jesus and got really religious and like you know, got married and had started a family and all these things and then just, you know, mm-hmm. just passed away of a heart attack at forty two. Just from having a hard life of multiple drug overdoses and steroids and alcohol and other addictions and just living completely to the fullest at all times. I will say there only a wrestler can. There is a part of me that when they were talking about the Christian, the Christian like power lifters that break boards and shit and how Hawk got involved with that. There was a part of me that was thinking like, is this going to go into, is this going to go into fucking ring of glory? Which I don't really know what Ring of Glory is, other than it was a Christian wrestling company. Okay, Ring of Glory was exactly that—a Christian wrestling company founded by Vince Russo. Oh my god! Inspired by Vince Russo, seeing from what I understand, inspired by him seeing those Christian powerlifters and him thinking. What if I use wrestling to spread the met to spread gospel? And basically every show, from what I understand, ended with I I think they had the Sinister Minister was involved with it. Playing sure, playing Satan. And then the show ends with a, with his representative getting beaten up by a wrestler playing Jesus. Cool. But not actually him because he's a manager and couldn't take bumps. And then he didn't come back, so they replaced him with Paul Bearer. This all sounds terrible. It does. There's not a butt there. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured as much. <laughs> um, But yeah, when they were showing that, I'm like, was it? it, it no, it was too early for that. But there was a part of me that was really hoping that it would get a mention. <laughs> I enjoyed this episode, though, all things considered. I, I I did as well. As you said, it reminds me a lot of the Macho Man one. Yeah, it's more just like, here's an interesting story about two wild-ass characters. Or, you know, one wild-ass character and another who was along for the ride. Yeah. I mean... Look, season finale's next week. It's gonna be intense. Yep. I'm I'm really interested to see them talking to, to Owen's widow. I mean, based on the name of the episode, it's the final days of Owen Hart, which leads me to believe they might just be laser focusing in on Over the Edge. I mean, I feel like they're probably, you know, they're they're going to give like some backstory of course, yeah. but yeah, there'll be a lot on I feel I'm sure it's going to be mostly focused on the blue blazer gimmick and all of the th- stuff there. I feel like yeah, like a lot more on safety harnesses, a lot less on 
how much Owen liked to rib people. Yeah. Hell, I want ribbing people is good context and just good character building. But like, that's the kind of thing you just get out of the way in the first ten minutes. Like, I wonder if they even bring up like the neck break. Ah, uh, maybe. You know, maybe they could bring that up as like, oh, you know, he fell down the card because of that. Yeah. This one feels like. It almost feels like you probably could get a two-parter in just on the life of Owen. Potentially, but I'm, hey, look, yeah. I bet that this, this season finale is going to be excellent. And, and actually, things I've heard from people that have apparently seen early copies of it are that it is perhaps the best episode. Hmm. I'm not, so we'll see. I'm not surprised. I... I have very high hopes for it. Okay, Pete, calm down. I for- All right. I already forgot about that. Everybody has tried to. I think we've all tried to forget everything that happened as part of this fucking election. Honestly, I'd like to honestly, this election's still happening. I think the fact that I haven't been at work for a few months, which means I haven't heard high hopes on the radio every day has helped me not think about Pete Buttigieg and his fucking dance. I still can't believe that picture of Pete Buttigieg from a couple weeks ago where he looks like fucking 20 years older. Well, look, he's emulating Obama in more ways than one. (sighs) He's just already getting the (laughs) presidency ages you by 20 years, even though he hasn't been president? Yes. Because here's, here's the thing. At the national convention, they're gonna. The Democrats are gonna say, "Nah, Joe Biden, he's not fit." So we're gonna go with the candidate with the second most amount of delegates that we approve of. That's right, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Come on, man. We all know who's going to be appointed president nominee if and when they go. Wait, no, Biden's senile. We can't. Oscar. Is it Molly Obama? It's not Molly Obama. Are we He's too young? Are we finally just getting to uh to... We're not getting to Molly Obama versus AJ Styles just yet. Because first, Oscar It's her it's her time. Oh Michelle. The come the comeback story <laughs> Hillary Clinton finally beating Trump this time, we swear. <laughs> Yeah, all right. <laughs> it worked so well last time. How could it fail? Give me Hillary Clinton as a giant projection in Fortnite. <laughs> That's my fight song. <laughs> see, the thing is, I can actually see Hillary Clinton signing off on a Fortnite character. Yeah, I could. I could see Hillary Clinton being like, I just want to make sure that you dab on these fools on the way to the polls. <laughs> and obviously, they know that Hillary can't win. That's why you have to run Tim Kaine. What the fuck even happened to Tim Kaine? <laughs> I don't... Did they just, like, send him back to the lab where he was generated? <laughs> 
Hey Siri. Whatever happened to Tim Kane? Timothy Michael Kane, born the 26th of February, 1958, is an American lawyer and politician serving as the junior United States Senator from Virginia since 2013. Oh, cool. Does junior oh, senator mean he's not even a real senator? No, junior senator means that he uh, has been, he's been in the Senate for less time than the other senator from G Virginia. Oh. Fun fact, Bernie Sanders is the junior senator from Vermont. Jesus. Yeah, because Grassley's been there for a million years. The only junior senator I recognize is AOC, because only a kid wouldn't know how the world worked like her. Damn. Thanks, Jesse Waters. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, Dark Side of the let's Ring play. was cool. Let's play a game, Oscar. Dark Side of the Ring was cool. But it's time to play a game. Oh, yeah? It's time to play It's Wednesday Wrestling Do You Care. No. Okay, done. <laughs> no, not not quite done. Let's Let's do a couple things. Like, let's do... First thing is, so NXT announced today that they had they were going to have some really big news tonight on on the show, and of course everybody's first thought was, well, William Regal's pregnant. Clearly, <laughs> you're all right. And it turns out, Oscar William Regal is in fact pregnant with a new pay per view. Indeed. They they announced that on June seventh they're they're doing an NXT pay per view NXT takeover in your house. It's I I like that they're using the dumb old branding. Yeah, no, it's cool. I'm a just I like the logo, but also I'm a just throw it out there. I've seen people on the WWE video game subreddit do better updated in your house logos. Yeah, not wrong. If it doesn't have a house set, I will be mad. I bet it won't. And I'm going to be mad. They should give away a house. In this economy? you Of course you want them to give away a house, you millennial. Don't you ever remember working for a house? Fitz McMahon gives me $2,000 a month, you coward. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to throw it out there. 2000 bucks a month isn't enough. Yeah, I know. Still will start, though. That's yeah, why, that's why I'm going I, back look, to work. Yeah, I've never stopped working. You know what? Look, if I die of coronavirus, I don't have to pay any bills. It's true. that That is how logic works, indeed. Yeah, I don't know. I'll look. I'll I'll watch this show. I mean, I guess I'm going to have to watch this show for, for the Patreon. Patreon.cool. It's hard to feel excited about a, a new pay-per-view. I mean, for God's sakes, I'm barely fucking excited, by which I mean not excited at all for uh, fucking AEW's uh, Double or Nothing. A show that really shouldn't be happening, but still is. <sighs> I'm going to pay money for it for the Patreon. 
Oh, you are going to pay money for the Patreon. I, either that or I might be living with my father by that point and he has uh, access to pay-per-view. Well, all right then. Well, I don't know. Last I heard, I might have to I might have to tag in for you, so that's fine. Yeah, I will probably be watching it because what else am I going to do? Fair enough. Well, well, we'll figure it out. Anyway, though, before we talk about this week's Dynamite, uh, did you watch uh, AEW Unrestricted, their their podcast that they do? Uh, they, they had part two of uh, Tony Khan being on there. I didn't. I meant to watch it just as I meant to watch all these fan theory videos about Westworld that I never got around to doing so. As you don't. Well, I hear it's I a mirror world. I haven't watched it either, but I do have some thoughts that Trace provided to us earlier today. So I'm just going to present these as they are. Uh, I'm going to make no judgments about them. Make of them what you will, folks. Um, but this is what Tra- Trace thought of the interview uh, with Tony Khan. So his takeaways. First, the TNT championship was solely because was invented solely because of stay-at-home orders and the coronavirus. I feel like, yeah. That checks out with some stuff we've been talking about on the show. Yep. The Atlanta studio tapings were done in a one-day panic. Again, checks out with the quality of those tapings. Yep, and I mean, we did hear that, like, Tony basically wrote those entire tapings in a day, so makes sense. Tony Khan said immediately after the Salt Lake City event that all future events were voluntary until further notice, but repeatedly references expecting or thinking he'll see people at the live events as if there might be pressure. Oh, weird. I'm so shocked by this revelation. Yeah, who could have seen this coming, right? TNT mostly cares about the 18 to 34 demographic rating, so they feel like they're crushing it versus the overall we're we're looking at. Yeah, I've, I've heard other people speculate this, so it makes sense. Yep. And between the Tonys and, and Aubrey, there's a disconcerting feeling of this is just a thing that happened and business has to continue around it that makes everyone look odd and maybe a little uncaring in a big picture view. Again, I'm shocked by this revelation. Yeah. Hasht- you know, hashtag been, yes, all billionaires. Yep. I mean, it has been been weird looking at, like, you know, because obviously we don't really... I guess we'll talk about this a little bit, because even though it is the bad place, it is a thing that I think that we all will agree sucks. Yo, they stripped Sami Zayn of his Intercontinental Championship because he doesn't want to wrestle during a fucking pandemic. Yep. Which is ridiculous and bullshit. And... It's fucked up to watching these, all these fucking people try to justify this shit. I mean... And be like, yeah, he's being punished, but like, you know, you guess you gotta be punished in this situation, right? Like, no? I mean, look, I was reading a whole argument on the, on the Squared Circle Reddit where someone's like... Where someone's like... You know, just because cyberpunk is back doesn't... You know, just because the aesthetics of cyberpunk are back doesn't mean the actual, like, ideals of cyberpunk are back. And there's just a bunch of people saying, what ideals of cyberpunk? You know, though maybe those were true at the time, but the world's moved on, and we don't need to stay stuck in the past of what cyberpunk thought about. 
the sentence makes my brain hurt. Wrestling like, I'm actually trying to come up with something here, and this sentence just makes my fucking brain hurt. Wrestling fans online are bad. They're the fucking worst. They're absolutely the worst. Although I will say, like, that one mm-hmm. guy in that one article that really hates Sami Zayn is probably really happy. Probably he is. It's true. Yeah, you know, fucking... Sami Zayn got his, his title stripped. It's fucking bullshit and ridiculous, and I hate it. And it's just like, it's the kind of thing that makes you go like, yeah, like, you know, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know where to go with this. I'm just so upset about it. Let Please let Sami Zayn go elsewhere. Yeah. I guess where I was going with it was looking at all the people saying exactly that of let him go elsewhere. And then someone said like, of you know, the people did the usual thing of, you should go to AEW. And then people say, nah, I think he'd probably clash with Cody politically. Yeah. Sigh. Again. Fucking Cody. Fucking Cody. I'm going to throw it out there. Based purely on baseless speculation, he might clash with all of the elite politically. He might even clash with his wife. Although, I mean, that'd be pretty fucked up if uh, if Brandy's MAGA. Oh, I thought you meant Sammy's wife. And I was like, wait, who's Sammy married to? <laughs> Fair. And also, just remember... Class above all else. Yep. There's one thing that Cody is. It is a rich, spoiled motherfucker. But he's the perfect heel, even though he's babyface. He's only babyface because we turned him babyface after he said he missed his brother. And admittedly, they've kind of been playing into that in the past couple Dynamites. And I feel like... They might have played into that a little bit this week on the intro to this week's Dynamite, which is the thing that you watched and I didn't. But then I watched the rest of the show and you sort of didn't. So God. it all works out. They, they're they doubling. Oscar, tell me about the intro with Jake the Snake because I didn't see it, any of this. So first off, I, fe- I think they've changed Lance Archer's music. Did they? It didn't. It sounded different. I don't know if that's just me going crazy. But it didn't have, like, anybody saying, everybody... No, that's no one will survive, but it didn't have... <laughs> it didn't have someone saying, everybody dies. Yeah. Even though you were about to say it in that cadence. Yes. That is it the same cadence as no one will survive? It's close. Fuck, they're the... S- is Tommaso Ciampa just Lance Archer? Prove me wrong. Um, but yeah, so Jake Roberts cut a promo, and they're really doubling down on the shit we hated from Dynamite last week. A word? Because this whole promo was basically all just about, like, I believe that a woman's place is in the kitchen, and changing diapers, and cleaning a baby's ass, and, you know, Brandy, I, you, I will never forgive you the only way that i'll forgive you is if you come here and kiss my ass 
It went on a lot longer than that, but that was the gist of it. And then we saw Cody drive up in a pickup truck. I mean, that is some heel-ass heel shit to be doing in I mean, that. it got pretty big boos from the limited crowd. I'd, I'd say hearing Jake the Snake say that does make me want to see Jake the Snake's friend get his ass kicked. Yeah. But tell me more about Cody being a, a small business tyrant and driving a pickup truck to pretend like he's blue collar. While, again, the only thing he wears are suits. I don't know if it was a pickup truck or not. It was a truck. It was a large vehicle of some sorts that was white. He came by and then he just looked like he was about to go beat Lance Archer's ass, but they got away. Heel shit. Sure. Okay. It was at this point I'm like, I'm going to throw dynamite on in the background. Okay, well then, for the rest of the show, I guess, because this is where I came in, we could play a little game called It's AEW Dynamite, Do You Care? Yeah, alright. Oscar. John. The Best Friends versus the Jurassic Express. Do you care? I I enjoyed this match. I didn't care about it, but I had fun. Exactly, it was fun. You know, look. I'm always going to enjoy it whenever fucking uh, Orange Cassidy's out there. Yeah. Like, they had some cool they had some cool little moves in there. The fucking Trent hitting that crazy-ass fucking Saito suplex was really great. They're all talented wrestlers in here. Yeah. And they did a good job of, like, moving some stories forward. Like, you know, they set up the bullshit with, uh, with Phoenix attacking uh, Orange Cassidy for some reason. Which, hey, Fe- Phoenix is back! Hooray! Um, so yeah, that match is going to happen next week, and they also had uh, MGF get involved to punch fucking Jungle Boy in the face and cost him the win because uh, they're fighting at double or nothing for some reason. They also announced on Twitter that Orange Cassidy is going to be in the casino ladder match. Did you see Orange Cassidy's tweet about it? No. He retweeted it and and added, I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah, alright. Yep. Orange Cassidy being Orange Cassidy. Anyway. We got a ladies four-way after that. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Hikaru Shida, versus Crit Statlander, versus Penelope Ford. Do you care? I wish I did. It was the first time that the women have had a match in, like, a month. I guess so, yeah. This is a fun match. Yeah, there's a lot of talented people in there. It's a fun and entertaining... Like, that's the that's the sad thing, is that, like, all the wrestling on this show is really good. It's just like, eh, who cares? Yep. All this shit just feels so, like weird and ancillary right now especially when it's like yeah you know a lot of the people it's just like well i kind of saw this last week like honestly the most exciting thing was the the fucking chris jericho pineapple pete match yeah and even then i kind of was like yeah all right yeah because it ended up being absolutely nothing but which is what we kind of all knew it would be i know but before we get to that, though, Kenny Omega and Broken Matt Hardy versus Proud and Powerful. 
of Ortiz and Santana. Do you care? No. Fair enough. This match is fun, though. Yeah. I like Matt Hardy. I wish I lo- Again, I'm just not into the broken thing. I like that he's... I like that he's three gimmicks. Yeah. I respect Matt Hardy. And that's about as far as I'll go. I don't think I like Matt Hardy. I dislike this. MJF had a jobber match. You don't care. No, I don't. I know. That's why I said it. Chris Jericho versus Pineapple Pete. This was the only other match tonight I cared about. (laughs) And then it ended up being like a minute. Which, I mean, for what it's worth, yeah. Yeah, fair. The later later in the night it got, I was like, wait, is this match going to main event? (laughs) I was kind of hoping the Pineapple Pete would get to do a little bit more. Yeah. But it was all just a setup for the important thing of uh, the Elite got challenged by the Inner Circle to the fucking Stadium Stampede match. They're they're doing more of this really bad idea. They're going to have a match in the fucking uh, TAA Bank Stadium. Is that the... Yeah, all right. Yeah, it's the football stadium. Yeah. As I said... That's all. As I said, yeah, all right. Yeah, that'll be fun. But also, he destroyed Vanguard 1 with a baseball bat. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And then finally, Brody Lee versus Christopher Daniels in the main event. Do you care? No. It's fine. Yeah, it was. I'm still not into Brody Lee. I wish I liked Brody Lee more than I did. He's just doing the Jinder Mahal thing where he's stolen the championship and is acting like he's the champion now. Except Jinder Mahal seemed more like a champion. Haters gonna hate. Yeah, you know, this was all a setup for just, you know... John Mockley to storm the ring and, and fight a bunch of the Dark Order and Dark Order uh, member 10 is going to fight Moxley next week. Yeah. And finally, Oscar saving the best for last. The most important thing that happened tonight on AEW Dynamite. Fucking Mike Tyson is going to present the AE, the TNT championship at Double or Nothing. What? I mean... Whatever, Mike Tyson fucking rules. I know that Mike Tyson's problematic. I don't care. Mike Tyson fucking rules. He's going to eat Matt Hardy's children. (laughs) I fail to see an issue here. It's fucked up, man. And hey, it only makes sense that every TNT or every AEW title gets presented by a WWE Hall of Famer. Sure, why not? I can't remember if the other belts were presented by Hall of Famers except for the world title. 
I mean, I'm trying to think of who did the other. Yeah, the the tag belts were the the Rock and Roll Express. Oh yeah, who did the women's title? Oh, I don't remember. Did, did anyone do the women's title? I don't think anyone did the women's title because I think it was just on the fucking on the premiere. Yeah. Well, I remember. every presentation has been done by a Hall of Famer. Hooray! Yeah. That's, that's dynamite. It's fine. It's, it's all fine. It's, like, that's the problem here. It's all fine. But, like... I don't feel excited about watching wrestling right now. Yeah, it's hard to feel excited about any of this. Which, you know, admittedly, has made me not excited to do this podcast. Weird. It's not... I can't believe that it feels like I'm having to pull teeth to get you to do the show with me. I'm trying to be a receptive host. <laughs> well, I Hey, I'm, f- I'm still more enthusiastic than you were on Heel Turn. That is very true, actually. I mean, for God's sakes, that definitely... Heel Turn definitely did feel like my soul was trying to escape my body at some point. That's why I just drink. Sorry, Owen. <laughs> you know what? I think we we can call that a show. We've done a good job talking about things. Well, we did a job talking about things. A little over 40 minutes. It's been 40 minutes already? It's been 40 minutes somehow. <sighs> and if you don't like it, if you want more... Well, sorry. Trace will be back next week, I guess. I mean, hey, you want to talk about Drag Race? We'll just give the people what they really want. What do you What do you have to say about Drag Race, Oscar? This week's episode of Drag Race fucking sucked. This week's episode of Drag Race was fucking terrible. But also, I appreciate that basically they all recognize Whoopi Goldberg exclusively from Star Trek. Yeah. So, Fuck yeah, you did. So, you know, a mixed bag. What's up, Whoopi? <laughs> sure. Yeah, all of those, all, honestly, all of those one-woman shows were kind of terrible. Like, even, <laughs> even fucking Crystals was kind of fucking abysmal. I... It only worked because of just how fucking hard she was going in the paint. Jackie Cox was robbed. Jackie had a had an okay one. Hers is the only show that I actually laughed during. Fair. But also, I'm going to throw it out there. I don't care how funny Sherry was. She broke the rules. She should have to lip sync. Damn. Hardcore. They had... I know they didn't know about the allegations at the time, but they had their chance to not make the finale... Awkward. Yeah, they did. They did. But they fucked it up. They fucked it up hard, Core. It's okay. COVID's going to make the finale weird anyway. God, I can't even imagine what the fucking finale is going to be like. Is it this week? No. This week is the the one where they get to the final four. Uh Yeah. We're close. 
We're close to the, the horrible times, but not quite there yet. So... And then All-Stars is coming on. Oh, man, I can't wait. I love All-Stars. This is my favorite show ever. Aren't you excited for the lip-sync for your legacy, which is always a really great change to do? <laughs> no, but also I gotta support my girl Derek Barry. <laughs> If I don't support her, no one will. You're right. Literally no one will. There's a reason for this, Oscar. She got better! Did she? Yes! Did she really? She she became a solid contestant and deserved to be fifth place in her season. Okay, fair enough. I won't fight you on that. But I will fight you. At least she could walk in heels. True. Oscar, I will fight you on continuing to do this show. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's let's call it here. Where can we find you, though? Twitter, at Osaga the Great. Instagram, at Osaga the Great. Twitch.tv, slash Osaga the Great. If you look up Osaga the Great on any social media site, you'll probably find me. As well as... ENG.1966 at yahoo.ca on paypal that is once again eng.1966 at yahoo.ca pay the man what about you john i've been your host john gary maxwell you can find me a whole myriad of places on the internet including (coughs) excuse me uh twitter and i am john gm instagram and i am john gm Twitch at video underscore shames Venmo at I am John. Pay the man. And of course you can find me, as you can find all of us here, over at ProWrestling.cool. It's not just cool. It's dot cool. Is that that's supposed to be your trace? It started out attempting to be my trace. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, hey, I got what you were going for, so it works. It's better That's website. It, yeah. It's better than my other impressions. <laughs> That's our website. You can check it out there. We got a whole bunch of podcasts and other stuff that we do there. Sometimes I write things. Sometimes. You gonna write? Uh, you gonna write uh, the worst stuff right up yet? I don't know. Maybe I'll do it. If you go to <laughs> Patreon.cool and give us money for just $5, you get a whole bunch of exclusive podcasts and other stuff we do. You get access to our Discord. A uh, whole bunch of neat stuff. So, yeah, Patreon.cool or Patreon.com slash PWC. It's not just cool. It's give us money. I have important news. What's that? They just okay. released the first set photo from Avatar 2. What? <laughs> what? How do the how do the blue how do the the blue cats look? It's just a set photo. It's people sitting in a custom built nine hundred thousand gallon water tank full of motion capture balls. That's, huh? Okay. <laughs> sure, that's something you could do, I guess. Avatar two. They gave them money. If, give us money if you don't like the idea that Avatar 2 got money. 
I, hey, I don't like the idea that Avatar 2 got money, so do that, please, 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 Just please, no, but, please. Patreon.cool. This has been episode 30 of, I'd, I almost said I'd rather not, Jesus Christ. Are we really a hundred episodes? Are we? Is uh, is is I rather not only a hundred episodes ahead of us? Apparently so. Huh. Good for us. Remember that we. I mean, we only do I'd rather not every two weeks. Ever since, uh, like, episode probably like forty or something like that. What if we went back to doing it once a week though? We'll have to talk to Owen about that one. What if we do our own rogue? I'd rather not. So, Doctor Doctor, no, where we impersonate it's you, me, Owen, Rhythm Bastard, and Andy, but it's just us doing all of them. Okay, actually, okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of into this. Okay, y'all come back now. You hear? Conversation. This has been episode thirty of uh, of. He alternative pro wrestling cool's posi podcast although not really and we're not very poor either but we will see you next week trace will be back oscar will be here i'll be here we'll do a thing y'all come back now you hear just trying out something experimental with the cadence sure that works y'all come back now you dig? I don't know about that. <laughs> it's very, very sexual. Y'all, come back now, you hear? Cat is once again stepping on people. <laughs> the show is a mistake. podcast was brought to you by the zonecast network executive produced by owen douglas visit zonecast.com for more shows 